to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. I bless you, dear leaders, in Jesus' mighty name. This is Evangelist Kevin Wagner, founder of Wagner Ministries International, welcoming you to our Leadership 101 podcast today. Together, we are joining hands to win this world to Christ in glad anticipation of His glorious return. Hallelujah. I want to shed some biblical light today on natural disasters, such as earthquakes and severe storms, that are often thought to be acts of judgment that God has sent. Leaders, I submit to you today that it is better from a biblical standpoint to view these events rather as a combination of two forces, acts of hatred perpetrated by Satan on people whom God loves, and the chaotic movements of the earth, which were put in motion when sin entered the world. Let me explain. When God does send judgment, He consistently either removes His people from the judgment so that they are not harmed, or He supernaturally protects His people from the judgment that others are experiencing. This is called the theology of escape. Look at the story of Noah in Genesis 6 and 7. God sent the flood as a judgment on the world for their sin. But God protected Noah and his family, the only righteous people on earth at the time, and provided for them a way of escape from his judgment. Look at the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. In Genesis 19 verse 22, God instructs Lot and his family through his angelic messenger to flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. Before God would destroy the cities because of their wickedness, He first caused the only righteous people who were living there to escape to safety so that they would not fall under judgment. Look at the story of Moses and the ten plagues in Egypt. Repeatedly in Exodus 8 verses 22 and 23, 9 verses 4 and 6 and 7, chapter 10 verse 23 and chapter 11 verse 7. The Bible informs us that the Lord supernaturally protected His people during the judgments He gave to the Egyptians. In the midst of these horrific judgments, God's people escaped them through His grace and power. Look at the future prophecies of the rapture of the church prior to the judgments of the seven-year tribulation period. In 2 Thessalonians 2.7, Paul mentions that, For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. This refers to the removal of the church in the rapture before the tribulation. Revelation 4 verses 1 and 2 prophetically show the Apostle John this precise event. Only after the great throng of believers have been physically removed from the earth will God begin to bring the seven-seal trumpet and bowl judgments that will usher in uh, the return of Christ. Again, we see the consistent theology of escape prevalent here throughout the Word. How much different is this than what people have experienced in many recent natural disasters today? In these events, believers and unbelievers alike are typically destroyed. Jesus alludes to this principle in Luke chapter 13, 
verses 1 to 5, when he makes it clear that the people who died in disasters like the falling of the Tower of Siloam or Pilate's murderous rampage didn't have this happen to them because they were greater sinners than others around them. Innocent people were killed along with the guilty in these tragedies. There was no distinction and no escape for them. This is in opposition to the above stories of God's judgment. When God sends his judgment because of persistent sin, idolatry, and unbelief, he protects and shields his people from them. This is the opposite of what occurs when Satan sends calamity upon the earth, or when the creation itself brings destruction because of the sin that has entered the world. And the natural disasters that continue to plague our world today would fall into the latter category. In Ephesians 2 verse 2, Satan is called the prince of the power in the air. This, is title, this title reminds us that Satan has the legal right to control creation until the Lord brings about his downfall. In Genesis 1 verse 28, God gave Adam and Eve dominion and authority over the earth as stewards of creation. But when they sinned, they willingly handed over this dominion and authority over creation to the being they submitted themselves to, namely Satan. So now Satan has much more power and ability uh, to control weather patterns throughout the world than he was supposed to have. Additionally, Romans 8 verse 22 declares that we know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. This implies that the earth itself has been utterly decimated and broken as a result of the entrance of sin into creation. Until Adam's sin, creation was declared by God to be good. But after the fall, sin entered this good and perfect creation, and there has been a gradual disintegration of the earth's natural order. So much so that Jesus prophesies in the Gospels that some of the marks of the end times will be an increase in frequency and severity of natural disasters. Thus, the earth itself is in a gradual state of disintegration and deterioration. And for the time being, Satan has a large amount of control over creation. So how can we then discern the difference between God's acts of judgment and Satan's use of deteriorating creation to bring about acts of disaster? Simply by asking this one key question. Were God's people, for the most part, spared in this calamity? Were they by and large provided a way of escape from the tragedy? If yes, it was likely an act of God's judgment. If not, then it was most likely an act of calamity perpetrated by the enemy using a tainted creation. It is important for you to be able to discern this important distinction and preach it to your people in your church and ministries, especially as these types of events increase in frequency as the end times draw nearer. Have an outstanding day in the Lord, my friends. I look so forward to our next podcast on Leadership 101, where I will share another important biblical principle of leadership that will help you grow into the godly leader who Jesus wants you to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.